Welcome to Move Forth with Grace, the podcast where we can read the Bible in a year or faster, if you'd like, now that it's recorded and ready for you, and where we can immerse ourselves into God's Word and open our hearts to His lessons each day so that the wisdom of God can move through us and into the lives of those around us and continue in generations to come. I'm your host, Angela, and want to first of all say that I am not an expert in theology or church history or a minister, and I never will claim to be. I'm simply a woman and mother who has been reborn and want to be of service to him in gratitude for calling me back home. Welcome to the podcast. The version of the Bible that I will be reading from is the Founder's Bible, and it is a New American Standard Version. And it includes historical documents from our founding fathers and how they were inspired by the Word of God when they were forming our country. And you can find one today at www.foundersbible.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets. I created and teamed up with a medical ID company in Texas so that you and your children can band together to preserve medical freedom and to stand in opposition to the enforcement of any experimental injection that might be coming our way after what we learned in 2020. You can order one today at www.neverbands.shop. This episode is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. It does encompass freedom, health, and God's grace. We are created in God's image perfectly and fearfully and wonderfully. I have tips and resources and products that I love and use on my website, and you can find more about that at www move-forth.com. I do have to say that one of my favorite products that I use each day are stem cell activation patches. Stem cell therapy can be very costly and can produce results that are short-lived, which is why these patches are so brilliant and they are not considered therapy. They activate our body's own production of stem cells and support our health and well-being, all while optimizing our immune system. Feel free to check them out in the link provided in the show notes here. And I just want to thank you for being here and thank you for becoming less like you and more like Jesus. May you move forth with grace today. Let's go ahead and dive in. All right. So today, um, this episode is inspired by Pastor Brian Biggers. He He has retired recently, but he is from the Lamb's Chapel in North Carolina and his teachings have been monumental in my spiritual growth uh, since being saved a few years ago. So I just want to um, share a couple of things that I um, took from his teaching. This uh, teaching is from about a year ago, and I have the link to that entire um, sermon in the show notes as well. So please, if this, uh, if you want to learn more about this as we go over it, please go and watch um, and watch him. He is such a dynamic and beautiful teacher and in soul and so inspiring and encouraging. So we are going to look at who God is today and may this bring you joy and awe and, and just hope, right? <laughs> because we can get we can get distracted, we can get confused, we can forget, you know, these things, the good news of the gospel, right? We can we forget these things all the time because we are absolutely in a world that is out to distract us at all costs. Okay, so it's so important that we we stay grounded in the word that we come back and we're like, okay, wait a minute, let me just review for a second, right? So let's go ahead and see who is God. 
Okay, so we're going to start actually in Matthew 3, Matthew 3, 7. Let's see, let me make sure that I'm in the right place. Hold on just a second here. Maybe I'm not. Hold up. It's, it's this, where I'm, what I'm looking for is, um, so, all right. So in between the Old and New Testament, there was a time of silence, a period of silence where no one heard from God. Okay. And John the Baptist actually was one of the last Old Testament prophets, even though he is featured in the New Testament, he was sent by God to come and tell us who was coming. And so, um, he, he was the one that was chosen for that. So actually we are, I was looking in, in Matthew four. So maybe if I looked in the right chapter, that would be helpful. Wouldn't it? I haven't recorded in a while and you can obviously tell. So anyway, okay. So here we are, Matthew three, seven. This is when John was baptizing people and um, some of the Pharisees and Sadducees came up, and this was his response. This was John's understanding of, of God. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? So there was wrath. There was this thought of the wrath of God, the judgment of God, right? That's what, that's what he knew at the time. Therefore, bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not suppose that you can say to yourselves, we have Abraham for our father, for I say to you that from these stones, God is able to raise up children to Abraham. The axe is already laid at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So we have wrath and fire. As for me, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he... Jesus, who is coming after me, is mightier than I, and I am not fit to remove his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. There is fire again. This is John's, this is John's viewpoint and belief of God at this time as, he's, as he is speaking. So he continues to say, His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clear his threshing floor, and he will gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Okay? So there is that viewpoint from John the Baptist. And then we move to John uh, Matthew 11, and we're going to see when John is actually imprisoned here, and it's going to give us a, a look into, a glimpse into... Um, you know, just kind of the thought process going on at this time when Jesus was here, and um, let's let's take a look here. So, here we go. John uh, John the Baptist is in prison. So, when Jesus had finished giving instructions to his twelve disciples, he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now, when John, while imprisoned, heard the works of Christ, so he's hearing about what Jesus is is doing right? He sent word by his disciples and said to him, are you the expected one or shall we look for someone else? Jesus answered and said to them, go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them and blessed is he 
who does not take offense to me. So John is, John the Baptist is actually questioning, wait a minute, you know, if, if this is supposed to be wrath and fire and, you know, judgment from God, why am I hearing of these miracles that you're doing? Why, why am I hearing of the miracles of Christ here in prison? Because wait, are we, are you him or, or is it supposed to be someone else? So you can, you can see why maybe he would question, right? Okay, so let's actually look and find who God really is. This we can see in Matthew 12, verse 7. So this is when the Pharisees are questioning again um, about the Sabbath. And they're questioning because um, Jesus was walking with his disciples and the disciples started eating grain. They were, they were picking grain to eat uh, on the Sabbath. And the Pharisees was like, wait a minute, can't they not do that? that, that that's you know, against the law. Well, Jesus ends up replying at the end in, in 12, 7, Matthew 12, 7, and says, but if, if you had known what this means, I desire compassion and not a sacrifice. You would not have condemned the innocent. So let's just back up for a second and let's look at 12, 5. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple break the Sabbath and are innocent? But I say to you that something greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire compassion and not a sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. Let's take a moment here and just pause because I know that I experience as, as a Christian, I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I, I did it again. Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I did something bad. I did something wrong. I thought a terrible thing, you know, all these things. And we go through these times and that's when, you know, the enemy loves to come in and be like, yeah, are you sure you're saved? Are you sure? Okay. And it just becomes more of a religion rather than a relationship. And, from, you know, when I, when I am truly looking at the word of God, the good news of the gospel, the life of Jesus, it, and, and when we are reading directly from the Bible, we can see that it's not what we may think, or even what um, church leaders may think, or theologians, or church historians themselves. It might not even be what they think. That's why it's so important to read, to read the Bible. It's so, so, so important so that we can understand who God is and why he sent Jesus and who Jesus is, right? So if if he desires compassion and not a sacrifice, okay, so let's look a little bit deeper into that. We're going to go over to John, John 1, verse 14 through 18. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. We don't see fire and wrath. We see grace and truth, and grace is 
when you are given something that you do not deserve. Yes. We continue, John testified about him and cried out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. For his fullness we have all received and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time, the only begotten God who is in the bosom of the Father, he has explained him. This might take a, you know, a moment for us to kind of be like, wow, you know, okay, maybe I, maybe I understood something before I heard this today. I know that sometimes I get confused, right, um, as I you know, try to walk a righteous path with Jesus. And it's, it's not easy, but it's not supposed to be um, burdensome. You know, we are given grace and mercy each day. And mercy is when we are withheld the punishment that we deserve. Grace is we are given what we don't deserve. And mercy is we are withheld punishment even though we deserve it. That's God. Grace and mercy. Compassion. I mean, think about Jesus. Think about his walk on this earth, his ministry, his, his teachings, his truth. The truth, right? I don't even like to say, like, you know, I don't even like to put a, I guess, would it be a pronoun in front of uh, truth? Because there is only one truth, and that's the truth of Jesus. So um, when I say truth, it is it is the truth. And that is who, that is who God is. What a relief, right? What a relief. And this would be a, you know, just a great um, refresher as we need it. I know that I need refreshers. Absolutely. That's why it, it is just, it's so important to, um, like I've said, just get in the word of God, try to memorize the scripture because that is the way that we protect our hearts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for showing us who you are. Thank you for giving us wonderful teachers like Pastor Brian and others who can show us and point us in the right direction when we are feeling confused or conflicted or um, just maybe we're feeling depressed or sad or even hopeless, Lord. We just thank you for giving us the truth so that we can protect our hearts, that we can apply it in our lives, that we can share it with people, that we can inspire others and encourage others. Thank you, Lord, for that opportunity. Thank you for helping us to get to know you and we just pray that we can focus on the grace and mercy and love that you give to us each and every day. Help us to focus on that. Help us to focus our minds on that and to seek you so that we can fulfill the purpose that you have given to us, which is to glorify you, Lord, and that we can do it with joy. 
We say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. May this bring you joy and encourage you today and lift you up as it has lifted me up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to save us and for showing us who you are. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.